Buckle those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Motorsports Madness, uh, brought to you or coming to you live from the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina, USA. Uh, I'm Tom Baker, and I am your host for the next couple of hours. I am joined in the studio by good friends Randy Miller from the Inside Pass show and uh, Peter Strada from uh, TSJ, that is the Sports Journal, um, and Chris Murdoch from, well... uh, (laughs) From here. His mom. Hey, um, just one time when when that when that intro comes on, I would like for you to say, "I am the host in the studio," because that would be fun. Because that's what he says. <laughs> Let's send to the host in the studio. If you go, "I'm host in the studio," that's me. It would make sense. Uh, anyway, anyways, okay. okay. We appreciate Sorry, you all tuning in, and we have an interesting show tonight. We don't have a guest. We're gonna do something a little different. I have a number of topics I want to throw it. For debate, and of course, uh, we'll cover the news of the week as well. Um, this this show is kind of a show that, for us in the racing world, at least here in the states, is and, and even abroad because F one has been. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're kind of NASCAR's on break because of the Olympics. So um, this is an opportunity to to kind of go in some different directions, talk about some issues, catch up on the NASCAR season, and project forward here because we go to Watkins Glen uh, the first weekend in August to kind of re-kick things off. IndyCar on a break as well, but some news from there. So we've got a lot to cover here as we go through this show. And what we're going to do when we come back around the turn here, we're going to take a break here in a bit, but... When we come back around the turn, we're going to start this. I had a chance to go to Bowman Gray Stadium over the weekend. It was my third trip there. And again, we'll talk about what Bowman Gray is. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's right here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, about 45 minutes from here. It's Peter's hometown, basically. That's right. Um, Elizabeth Bowman Gray. Yeah. And um, so... There was some interesting thing, stuff that happened there over the weekend. I just want to talk about the concept of the type of racing that goes on there, whether or not that's good or bad for the sport. Um, so we're going to step aside. When we come back, we'll talk about Bowman Gray Stadium and a bunch more coming up. Stay with us. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. And you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Madness. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Chris Murdoch, and Peter Strada gathered round the studio at WSIC Radio and Media uh, in Statesville, North Carolina, USA, where about 45 miles or so from here, roughly, is Bowman Gray Stadium. Now you can hear the fighting from here. Yeah. <laughs> so we I need to kind of paint a picture for all of you because I know our worldwide audience, not everybody's familiar with what this is, but here's what here's the setting. So you take a football field and you put a racetrack around the outside of it. So think about a college or a high school football field where you normally have the running track. Okay, well, at, at Bowman Gray Stadium, they actually have a racetrack for cars. And they've been racing on it since 1949. It's the oldest uh, weekly NASCAR racing series track in the entire country. Now, if you think about where racing was, especially stock car racing back in the late 40s, okay, you used to you know, go to the junkyard and buy yourself a car and, you know, fix it up and go racing. There really weren't too many rules. And um, it was a very sort of stock car racing in the South at that time was a very sort of uh, rough cut sport. And there were a lot of very primitive, primitive. There, there was a lot of, uh, um, you know, activity, uh, bumpers and all of that flying during races and lots of fights. It was that kind of a sport. So fast forward to 2021, and for most, not all, but most of the divisions, the race at Bowman Gray 
you can't go to the junkyard and buy your car anymore. You have to uh, obviously buy a real race car and spend a lot of money and, uh, you know, put a pretty expensive motor in it and go racing. Um, but <laughs> the, the rest of it still hasn't changed. It's still a lot of bumpers flying and other pieces and parts during the races, and um, you still have a lot of fights afterward. Um, it's a really different atmosphere. The, the grandstands basically envelop it's 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 what you would call circular seating so you have you have grandstand seating almost all the way around the track it's a giant u and and then yes and then where the actual grandstands stop you have a building that's a couple of floors um that's kind of like the vip that you can rent uh and and sit out there and watch the races we should just explain it's an old football field well, that's what I said. It's a football field with a racetrack around do, do it. Do they it's, play football there still? Yeah. Winston, they do. Winston-Salem yes. State owns Winston Salem Grand. State owns it. Yes. And actually, Wake Forest used to play football there, too. That's Peter, right. what happens in Winston-Salem? A lot of fighting and wrecking at Bowman Gray Stadium. Don't let Peter fool you. He's a party animal when he's not on the show. <laughs> he definitely is, yes. No, and, and so, here's, knows around. so here's the deal. So, so they get... Um, you know, ten to fifteen thousand spectators every week at this place. Okay, and th- in terms of engaging sponsors, literally everything is sponsored at Bowman Gray. Like they don't do anything during the night without some sort of a sponsor attached to it. This punch brought to you by Snickers. Yeah. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> so I mean. Um, and, and they do a great job with their marketing and, and there's just, so all of that is awesome, but here's, what's interesting to me is they run, um, oh, you know, four or five divisions a night. Um, the modifieds, which are the NASCAR style tour modifieds are their top, arguably the top division, but the sportsmen, which are basically a limited late model types stock car, the sportsman division is the one that gets the most reaction out of the fans most of the time. Okay, now, every time, and I've been there twice this year when the sportsman has run a 100-lap feature, and every time they do this, okay, you start with 20 or 21 cars, and you're lucky to finish with eight. Um, The other night, they did have more cars than usual finish, but the last, they again went overtime in this race because they count caution laps. So they went overtime in this race. Um, and what's really unbelievable about this is that these drivers in the sportsman class tear their cars up, tear each other's cars up like it was a demo derby. It's incredible. You T-bone a car, you got to snap into a Slim Jim, right? That's yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's it's a, it's the craziest thing ever. Um, Imagine change- being on the groundskeeping crew there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all kinds of buried treasures, it's I'm sure. Chase Robertson. There's a reason why they race not during the school year, because the ground maintenance on the football field alone would be crazy. Would be crazy. Chase Robertson is a young driver who was racing in that class the other night. And toward the end of the race, about five laps left, somebody basically tore into him and pretty much destroyed the entire body of the car. Like the body was just gone. It was, it, he pulled into the pits with basically a chassis with some sheet metal hanging off it. Um, 
It was an incredible, you know, these, these people, and they do this every single week. There was a guy, uh, that, that, you know, had a, on track thing with another guy. The guy goes to come off sort of the pit off and the guy rams him in the back, like with terrific force, I might add. It wasn't just a, you know, a gentle bump. I'm sorry, my um, fault. And, and, you know, then we have fights in the pits. Like in all this. Did they exchange information? That, that I doubt it. Uh, I, I did not know. I don't, I did not see Geico or anyone else. Um, 15 minutes, 15%. It, but here's what's amazing to me about this, guys. Um, First of all, obviously the track plays this up because it's what sells tickets. Now, on the one side, you would say, well, that's just great promotion. They have all these rivalries that go, and all these people. But these fans will cheer the guy who rammed the guy in the back end. Like the, There's I mean, a reason why during the entire pandemic, Bowman Grade didn't open because they realized if they did anything less than 100%, they'd be selling themselves short because the fans eat this stuff up. The fans are half the show there. It's like WWE for see, cars. this is where I was going, Peter. You exactly read my mind. What's really intriguing is to sit in the grandstand. And people watch. And watch the the fans in, in the way they react. You know, one driver tears another driver's car up, and that whole that driver's fans all cheer like it was you know the greatest thing since sliced bread. Then the the other guy goes and and gets revenge, and that person's fan. And 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 but again, these it's like it's this bloodthirsty kind of gladiator sort of approach to this. And again, these are these are not cheap race cars here. And what amazes me is these are mostly Saturday night people that work all week and have real jobs. And have to, where do they get the money to keep fixing cars for 10 races or 11 races out of here? It's incredible, guys. Um, I mean, and you look at it, and, and the first thing that comes to mind is, could you bring a sponsor to this? You have to be an auto parts sponsor or auto body yeah. shop sponsor. Mondo. But, yeah, Mondo. I mean, for, yeah. for me, <laughs> sheet metal. If I'm if I'm a fan, you know, obviously there are bloodthirsty people that are into this kind of stuff. But for a diehard fan like myself, I almost feel like it gives the sport almost a bad taste because people are going to see this that, that don't normally watch NASCAR or whatever, see this and they think, oh, this is how NASCAR is or this is how Xfinity is or this is how Trucks is. And then when they turn in and see that it's not like that, they're like, well, how is this different from this? If it's still NASCAR well, section, you know what I mean? Like, Go ahead, Peter. That's, that's you were going to inject something, I think. I mean, Bowman Grace is a thing all in itself. It's just unlike any other sporting venue Anywhere in the world, it's just its own little gem in the middle of North Carolina. There's this as racing is like nowhere else. Its fans are like nowhere else. It's just its own. It's insane. Everything. I mean, it's insane and awesome and everything all in one. It's it's the it's, it's overhyped. It well, you say it's overhyped, but again, you can't argue with twelve to fifteen thousand people a week. They made and, a whole show about it, and and it's Two it, shows. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's this. It's really one of those things because here's the problem. Okay, I'm on Randy's side. I hate the impression that this could make that the whole sport is like that. On the other hand, I have to admit that when I'm sitting there in the grandstand and I'm watching this go on. Um, there's a part of me that's just really super enjoying watching the people make complete fools of themselves, you know, and, and, but, but I understand all the work that goes into those cars and the, and the chance that you could hurt a guy running and drilling him in the back, coming off the track like Put that. Put on TV Yeah. It's just, it's a crazy, um, we'll, we'll continue our conversation about it when we come back from the break. We'll have more of the madness right after this. Literally.
How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Trey Gropp, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Madness. Uh, continuing on here, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Peter Strada, and Chris Murdoch. Uh, talking about um, one of the most unique racetracks in all of the United States, and that is Bowman Gray Stadium, which is right here in North Carolina. If any of you ever come to the Carolinas during the summer when Bowman Gray's racing, I'm just telling you. Don't go. No, I'm telling you it's a bucket list item because here's why I say that. Take a helmet. It's because. It, I, I just kicked the bucket. It, <laughs> <laughs> you better are. 
<laughs> you're a spoil sport. the The whole idea of this is that you got to experience this once you because do, whether yeah. you like the style of racing and all the nonsense that goes on in the track, and this was kind of for me. You know, I've sat there the other night and and I I I said this is everything that I hate about Bowman Gray, and then at the same time. I'm just watching the fans and I'm going, but it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so hard with, with this in, in here. So, so we, we talked about the sportsman race where they, they tore everything slap up and then, you know, then the modifieds come out, they're running twin 25s, Burt Myers, who's a 10 time champion at Bowman Gray and the modifieds squeezes John Holloman down into the grass under the football field. Um, in in the first of the twenty fives, and um, knocks John's toe out uh, on the car. So John ends up. I think he finished fifth or so, something along those lines. In the first race and <clears throat> starts seventh in race two, and decides that he's going to get revenge. So he goes up and uh, catches Burt Myers, and he. <laughs> He spins him out and ends up stopping with him. So the track officials put them both to the back. So um, the net gain for John was obviously a loss there because he gave up the track position to spin the guy out and go to the back. Um, and, and, of course, Bert, who's chasing the points championship again with Tim Brown, um, ends up going to the back. He got mad about that. Um, and John ends up finishing, I think, sixth or seventh, comes back, passes more cars on the outside than anybody else did anywhere on the track in the, in the modifieds uh, in that race. But um, he ends up, after, so after the race, Bert's got to come over, and, you know, the two of them, there was no fight. There were no fists thrown. There was no physical contact. It was just a good shouting match, right? But you got to have your, your moment, right? So, you know, th- these are the things that, for me, I feel like, first of all, you got a quarter mile track that's perfectly flat. There's no banking because it's basically a, you know, a track around a football field. Um, you, you have to, to a degree, you have to use a bumper to, to pass a lot of people as you could drive up around the top like, like some of the guys can. Um, you know, but it becomes this sort of gladiator, especially in the sportsman class. That is just brute like crap for me. Like I just, and I don't see how these people can keep fixing their cars, but yet, like I said, there's this. And, and so I thought, well, this is a Bowman gray thing. And then I, I had the occasion to, um, to meet a young man named Finn Robinson. Finn is from the UK. He's going to be on an upcoming show. Um, he's 17. He runs, uh, some of the short tracks, uh, in, in his area of, of, of the UK and in his division, he runs a car. It's a, it's a sort of downsized car. It's, it kind of looks like a legends car, like a thirties, a, a you know, style body on it, but it had this division runs a bumper around it as like the bumper cars at an amusement park and, and contact is a part of that entertainment. And I'm thinking, well, now, so this isn't just a Bowman Gray thing. Even over in the UK, they run short track divisions with bumpers on them and encourage people to, um, as Finn says, and I love his description, they, he, he has to hoof 
people, apparently. Um, you know, I went up and hoofed him and got the spot, and it's like um, – In the States, we call that Heimlicking. <laughs> or just bashing. Um, but, you you know, it's just interesting to me that there are, there are situations where um, we kind of promote the entertainment value over the actual racing and competition value. That is true, but I, I mean, he seems like a smart man. Because if I was going to be in one of those kind of sportsman cars with the way active bumping, great, I put a bumper on my car too. <laughs> well, but they all do. They all. I digress. The, the problem that we have, though, is that you know, Bowman Gray has this has this reputation for being you know a roughhouse place. Yeah. So the you know if, we, if they went more than a week without roughhousing, all their crowd would be like, "I'm not coming back here. <laughs> this is boring." So this, boring this poses an interesting question to me. Uh, for a lot of drivers. Now, this may not be uh, the case for people who are driving at Bowman because, I mean, uh, maybe that's just what they want to do. They just want to be weekend warriors and Clearly they have uh, screws loose. And, and race Bowman. <laughs> but for people like Finn, who's 17 years old, who aspires to be in racing's top levels, do you think that kind of racing where you go up and hoof people uh, – <laughs> Uh, can can have negative effects going on and and maybe, you know, even trying to come over here and run late model races and and super late model races. Do you think that's a bad mentality to instill in drivers? Well, here's the problem is, is over there um, again, and and I'm not saying I'm not disrespecting anybody in any of these situations. I'm just, it's a discussion about, you know, kind of what's different and what's unique and whether it, you know, it's good or it's bad. Um, And, and, um, over there, short track oval track racing is is not very prominent. It's more about road course stuff there, and so what there is of it is is done um, as more entertainment. None of those drivers are really aspiring to much. In Finn's case, his dream is to come here and race NASCAR. So, you know, we're we're, we're working with him. Um, you know, on trying to make that happen at some point, but he knows that he's. He's got to sort of transition out of that kind of uh, of division, but it's just hard to get oval track experience over there without being in one of those classes because that's a lot of what goes on there. And and it's kind of like, you know, if you're a driver at Bowman Gray Stadium and you want to sort of break out of that Bowman Gray mentality, it's hard to do that when, you, when you're racing there because obviously you have to kind of play the game a little bit. So it's an interesting scenario, but for those of you who have never seen Bowman Gray Stadium, I would encourage you to go <clears throat> go to <clears throat> excuse me, type in Bowman Gray Stadium and into Google or whatever your your browser of choices and and pull it up and start watching some video. <laughs> and, and if you can find the sportsman class, even better. Because please allow yourself an hour and a half of your free time. It's insane. It's really insane. And and again, I don't know if it makes the best impression of the sport, but it's just hard to argue with the the fact that the track sort of allows liberties and then uses that to sell tickets. It's the oldest promotional trick in the book. There will be people that will come to Bowman Gray next week to see the continuation of the Myers-Holloman deal or the, you know, whoever in the sportsman class that got into it the other night, which is about half the field. But it's... it's um, Everyone's mad at everyone. Soap opera. Yeah, it's, it really is an ongoing... It's almost like WWE with wheels. And, so, and it's, it's just... 
like I said, half of me th- just can't stand seeing racing also, if like that. if you're a NASCAR fan, you'll never know who you're going to run into there. So, Well, that's the other thing is that you, you that is true. I mean, you know. The, I've the, run into Noah Gragson there. Yeah, well, Spencer Boy was there the other day. There are a number. Of, I saw a couple of NASCAR drivers there the other day. It's it's just, it's it's a, it's, it's a place to go where everybody kind of goes and hangs out and just watches the entertainment. Um, and I will say this, that. They they never fail to – they give away more stuff. There's more chances to win and walk away with things. Shoot, the city of Winston-Salem just opened a parking lot close to the track. Fremont, I think, something. Fremont Park, maybe something. I'll have to look it up. Um, and they're actually giving you a $10 concession ticket if you park there. And go. It's like six tenths of a mile away. They'll give you a ten dollar coupon for the concession stand if you park in that parking lot um, between now and the end of the season. If you want free stuff, just wait till the races are over and go out on the field. And with concession prices nowadays, you'll spend ten dollars on a hot dog instead of twenty dollars. You know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it could. It, it is. Well, I mean, the food is kind of pricey. It also sounds day. like the place to go to get off of everybody's Christmas list. But it, <laughs> no, it's it's just interesting. I mean, I can't. It's hard to. To knock the place um, unless you're a driver trying to race there and not play the game. It's just hard to do that. Um, but it was an interesting, and the whole concept of encouraging contact um, feels just so wrong to those of us who cover the sport because, like I said, a lot of us understand we've raced before. We know how much it costs to fix cars, and it's like, I can't believe all these sportsmen drivers just keep every week just fix the car we'll to tear it to... up again. One day we'll have to get Holloman on this show because I'd love to hear his just honest opinion of what he thinks Bowman Gray is. Can he is. bring a bucket of parts that he doesn't need anymore? <laughs> bring uh, some sheet metal. He'll give. He can bring us a whole race car full of parts. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, it's uh, yeah. It was. It, it just is an interesting uh, sort of dichotomy that that happens there, and I and and we've never really talked about it much on this show, um, other than just a few quick mentions. And I wanted to do that. So yeah, we do need to get John on it. It's a good idea. I think we should do that soon, and we'll we'll uh, we'll let him talk about it a little bit. Um, when we come back, we're going to step aside here in a moment. When we come back, we're going to switch gears a bit because. Um, NASCAR has been on break, uh, and they're going to be on break again this weekend because of the Olympics. Um, however, the newswire, <laughs> the newswire hasn't stopped um, in the NASCAR world. We had a very big news story that really wasn't big news to a lot of people because we all saw it coming, but an official announcement was made about Brad Keselowski's future, and I want to discuss this in a couple of different contexts, as opposed to just the, hey, Brad's changing rides for next year. There's way more to it than that. We're going to talk about that and much more when we come back as Motorsports Madness continues on. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, this is Renew Crouch, and you're listening to Motorsports Men. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the madness. And I'm sitting here looking at NASCAR.com, and I see this headline um, NASCAR Chasm are NASCAR drivers gymnasts. Yeah, there's a there's a great uh, cartoon picture of Ross Chastain weightlifting. Yeah, the image that, that came into my mind was the old Tony Stewart commercial with um, who was it? Was it Lewis Hamilton? Lewis Hamilton, yeah, where where he did the soda cookie thing right, and he's yeah, doing yeah. the splits. Yeah, and uh, no, it wasn't Hamilton. Was it? It was a different F1 driver. One of them was Hamilton. Oh, man. my word. I, I can't remember who that was, but, it, yeah, it was Jensen like Button. Burton. Jensen Button. Jensen Button. That's who it was. Yeah, it was Jensen Button. And that's all I can think of. That image popped into my mind. Well, Tony, Tony could do the splits. I mean, maybe they are gymnasts. But, um, that's an image I don't want to see. 
<laughs> well, but Sorry, Tony Stewart. Commercial was funny. Um, anyways, uh, we transition from Bowman Gray. <laughs> Please. And again, like I said, if anybody comes to the States and they're in the Carolinas and you got want to go on a Saturday night in the summer, Don't um, go. go up there. Don't listen to Chris. Just go check it out. You can decide if it's for you or not. You can you can see all the YouTube videos you want, but, but you it's, don't, you don't uh, to go. There's nothing like the experience of being in person and in that crowd. It's Remember, really no open different. face helmets. It's really different. But, okay, to NASCAR we go. Now, we're on hiatus for a couple of weeks because Olympics, um, but the Newswire wasn't. And uh, the story broke that we all had been waiting for especially uh, most recently after it was announced that Austin Sindrick would be in the two-car next year, that iced the fact that what we all thought, and had been rumored for a month or two prior, that Brad Kozlowski was in some way, shape, or form going to Roush Fenway for next year, that materialized, and he's going there as a full-time driver the number six, replacing Ryan Newman. We'll get to Ryan in a moment. Um but he's also going to be the leader of their competition committee or or division of the the, the team, um, and there's been a lot of talk about him stepping up at some point when Jack Roush retires into the leadership role for the entire organization. Now, this is. Ownership of a cup team is something that Brad has talked about for a number of years now. When he got out of the truck ownership business, truck team ownership business, he opened a an engineering business um, in that race shop. But he talked about the fact that someday he would be interested in getting into cup ownership. Now he has an opportunity to join forces with one of the elite teams to ever participate in the sport, Randy, um, and I, I wonder, uh, in your mind, is this a good fit or a bad fit? I think in the long run, it's going to be a good fit for Brad Keselowski. I mean, obviously, he's business-minded, and I mean, he, he already ran his own truck team, you know, several years ago, and so... He, I think he kind of has that that natch for the business. Like he really wants to be, you know, on the business side of things later on in life. And you know, he's thinking about what his career is going to look like when he's done racing. So, I think it's it's good for Jack Roush too because it brings in a slightly younger driver, but somebody with that business mindset to carry on the tradition of Jack Roush and, and Roush Fenway Racing from years to come. And he's going to be able to go in. Probably, you know, get in a, a development, uh, you know, sort of mindset and get some development stuff going on. And, you know, there's been talk of him putting the truck team back together. And so I think in the long term, it's going to it's gonna be beneficial to both guys. But it's a great career move for Brad Keselowski. He obviously wasn't going to get what he wanted through Penske. So um, why not do what some of his cohorts have done and, and go out and kind of, you know, buy some ownership, ownership stake in a, in a team? Peter? I really think this move for Keselowski is a lot like Tony Stewart over a decade ago, leaving Joe Gibbs Racing to go form the partnership with Gene Haas's team to form Stuart Haas Racing. And look at them now. They took two, two and a half years to win a championship, and now they're a contender for multiple cars in the playoffs and multiple championships every season. So I really think Kozlowski is trying to mirror that move that Tony Stewart made because Kozlowski now is at a similar point that Stewart was in 2007, 2008. And I really think that Roush is at a better spot than Gene Haas' team was, and I think Kozlowski's talent, his intellect, his everything will help, really help elevate that whole team. 
I honestly agree with both of you, but I also think that there's a little more to this than um, than just the idea that, okay, Brad's future is solidified. So let's look at it like, okay, now you have a team. You, If you're Ford, okay, you have – you have Penske. Obviously, Roger Penske is an icon. Okay, you 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 have that. Just the name. It doesn't matter if the team wins a race. It doesn't matter if they're any good. I mean, it does, but it, you know what I mean. But it but it his name brings so much to Ford's organization. Then you have Roush Fenway. Or, I'm sorry, Stuart Haas, Tony Stewart. Again, big name, brings a ton to the organization. Now, you go over to Roush Fenway. Now, Jack Roush, again, elite name. However, the performance in that camp fell completely to the floor. Um, and and it is slowly coming back to the point. I mean, Ryan Newman got the car in the playoffs last year. And... Um, you can sense that there's some energy there coming back. Now you bring in Brad Keselowski. Brad does not. I mean, yes, he's credible. He has a name. I would argue that it's not to the level of a Stewart or, um, you know, certainly not a, a Penske, right? But what he brings to this is a vision. And I think Brad has a very specific vision of how he sees uh, that a cup team or a NASCAR team going into the future should be, should, should look. And what he also brings is a track record of a championship and numbers of race wins and a lot of experience to where I think that even if he may not be quite as much of an iconic name, he's going to do for Roush Fenway much what Tony did for Haas and 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 really um, what Penske does on his own, he's going to bring interest from sponsors. He's going to bring interest from fans. He's going to he's going to elevate that camp back to elite status, even if he does not go out himself and win right off the bat. He's coming into a situation where it can do he can do nothing but good to that organization in my opinion there is no failure for him it's a very safe situation for him to make an easy mark on a team that desperately needs that and um and and i think he might be the 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 link that can get that extra mile out of a performance out of those cars and again, brand new cars next year. It's a fresh start for everybody. This is the perfect time for Brad. And I think the the contacts that he'll bring into that group are going to make it much, much stronger right out of the gate in 22. Yeah. I, I feel like it, when you look at it from that perspective, you know, Brad Keselowski has something that, that uh, Tony Stewart and Roger Penske don't, which is youth. I mean, he's, not, he's still fairly young for somebody his age to come into the sport as an ownership role. Yeah. So when you look at sponsorship and you look at, you know, driver development and things like that, Tony Stewart, you know, yes, he has notoriety, but he's more of the old school NASCAR type of, of, of guy, much like Roger Penske. Brad Keselowski is coming into a team where most most of the current group of, of NASCAR fans don't know the history of, of Roush Fenway Racing. Right. Um, you know, the guys like Mark Martin and Matt Kinsey exactly. and, you know, uh, all the guys that came before them. Um, but now him being in the ownership role, people are going to start looking into the history of Roush and go, oh, wow, this team has been around for a long time. They actually were winners and champions 
way back in the day and kind of bring just the notoriety of the of the current crop modernized state of the sport to that team. And Peter, the fact that he's taking a leadership role on the competition side right out of the gate, and we got a brand new car coming that he also has been in, I believe, testing at least once. Um, this is going to be a situation where I believe that Brad comes out in 2022 and actually contends for a championship in that te- with that team as it sits. And I think the opportunity is there for him to bring it all the way back to where it was in the Mark Martin days. Um, and he's already talking about down the road the the idea that, you know, maybe we could see an Xfinity team or a truck team back in, in the fold, um, develop some drivers, that kind of thing. Um, like I said, he comes in with a clear vision, I think, in his mind. Now, Jack Roush is not retiring yet. Um, he made that very clear on Tuesday. Right. Um, and I think they're basically going to have to carry him out. It bless him for that, right? I mean, Jack is, he is, he's just, he's always been all in. He's a workhorse. He is. He's, he's never done it halfway. Um, you know, and, and, and I think Brad, Brad is going to make a huge difference in that team right out of the gate. Um, this to me, you could say, well, now we have a trend. So we, you know, we have, we have Tony Stewart. We got Jeff Gordon taking over at Hendrick um, in a bigger role. Again, Rick's not going anywhere, but you know Jeff is in command um, now. You got Kozlowski who's kind of put himself, or at least it seems he may be in line to take over Roush Fenway. Um, is this a trend that you see continuing for these drivers, Peter? Do we see more of these drivers take take ownership roles in some of these teams? Um, and and what? If so, where does that kind of put us as a sport if we start getting a lot of drivers as owners? I'm not sure if I see driver owners becoming a trend, becoming a norm, but younger owners are certainly becoming a thing. Just think of the past couple of years. You got Justin Marks. You got Matt Colley coming in. You got technically Michael Jordan and Benny Hamlin. Good point. And like you mentioned, Jeff Gordon for Hendrick. The list just goes on and on because all these owners, all these Hall of Fame legendary names – are up there in their 60s, 70s, some cases 80s, and they'll have to retire or pass away someday. So someone has to take command of the team once the guy whose name on the building steps away. And uh, if you're not afraid of uh, Hendrick Motorsports now with Chad Knauss uh, leading the competition, just imagine what... uh, uh, him and Jeff Gordon will be able to cook up in 2022. Yeah, that That's true. And, and I think a lot of these owners just want the youth movement. They want somebody to come in there in the office that, that has the same kind of mindset of, you know, looking for younger talent because the talent that those guys looked for when they were in the 30s and 40s is not the same kind of talent we're looking for today. Right. So they need the younger guy in the office to sit there and go, hey, you need to get this guy. And what does that do for the sport? I think it does a couple of key things. One, the younger the ownership group gets – the, you get guys like Pitbull, okay, that are cool. These these guys are mainstream cool, right? So you get Michael Jordan, you get Pitbull, you get you get a lot of these younger owners, okay, the younger demographics gonna fall in love with the sport easier if they see a lot of people they know. And Alvin and talking then, about getting into ownership sure. in, in the Cup series. Yep. Then you I get mean, the diversity part. Right. There's well and, and that's the thing. It's like how long before you know, we get a female team owner. How long before, you know, so um, I think this is a very interesting uh, 
developing scenario for a lot of reasons here, and I don't see a downside. As for Ryan Newman, he is, if he wants to be, a free agent, okay, and again, he's probably not going to get a full-time offer from, from Roush Fenway. So either he's got to take a non-driving role or maybe they have a part-time situation for him or he just goes somewhere else. And we can talk a little bit when we come back about silly season because it's really kind of gone off the rails these last few weeks. So um, where does a Ryan Newman land? Where does a Kurt Busch land? Who ends up at track pass? What do we have any more surprises? Track house. Track pass. Track house. Track house. Track pass. I yeah. might end up at yeah. track pass. That's what happens when you get old. Track house. Uh, you know, who ends up as the two drivers there? We know Daniel Suarez will be one. We don't know the other one. So we're going to talk about silly season uh, a little bit. When we come back, Motorsports Madness continues. Don't go anywhere. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, post it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot left, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. 
Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Buddy Cofoy, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness as we roll on for another week, having a good time talking all kinds of different things tonight, just uh, kind of kicking back and getting into some topical discussions. We've been chatting about uh, Roush Fenway and Brad Kozlowski and, um, and a little bit about uh, Ryan Newman. Um, Newman's situation, again, very uh, open-ended, honestly, and... Um, I think if I were a betting man, there are one of two places I would see Ryan Newman going for a full-time drive in 2022. One is potentially the second car at 2311, Peter. Um, I could see him there before I could see Kurt Busch, even though Kurt's the one everybody keeps talking about. But we'll get to that in a minute. The other would be I could see him potentially going to JTG Doherty for some veteran uh, experience there. Um, do you like either of those choices for Ryan, or would you have a different place for him to go? On paper, I like the idea of him in 2311. His engineering mindset, that background of his college education could really help that new upstart team find their footing, find yes. what's wrong with their cars, what's wrong with their performance. But in reality, I really don't know if I see anything past him part-time at Roush, maybe just with the super speedways and a couple really? other... Uh, so life starts next year. Quickly, uh, Randy, what do you see for Ryan? We don't have a whole lot of time, but I, I actually thought about Colleg because what about the possibility of him working with Justin Haley, getting that program up and running for a year with his engineering degree and his background? Somebody like him going in there and helping the team get going and just taking a one-year deal. But they already have a number of rotator drivers. They have for the they have two car. charters, but they have actually I think they have three charters. Um, but they haven't decided what they were going to do with the other charter yet because they haven't decided ah, if one team so is going to run full time or part time. That's interesting. That's an interesting. Thought. If sponsorship is found, they said they would run a full time team. That is interesting. The second car. Well, that would be kind of sneaky uh, for them. I could easily see Ross Chastain headed back over there if he needed uh, a ride too. So yeah, there's, yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's a number of uh, ways that could go, and maybe we'll get back to that later in the show. Step aside when we come back. Motorsports madness will continue. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. 
you want to ask for Sue? You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, this is Logan CV, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. If you are in a situation where you are looking for something else to do for a career, my computer career might just be your answer. IT is a growing field in the U.S. and across the world and is expected to continue to grow throughout the 2020s right into the 2030s. Everything is going to computers now. It makes perfect sense that IT is a great career choice, and My Computer Career makes that transition easy. All you have to do, go to mycomputercareer.edu, and before you commit to anything, just take their career evaluation test. If you decide you want to go forward, here's how easy this is. My Computer Career has financial aid available if you qualify, including the GI Bill. And training is just one to two days a week online. You don't even have to go to a campus. They have seven of them across the country, but you don't have to go there. You can do it one to two days a week online in as little as four to six months. You could be on your way to a brand new career and a better life. And look, these folks from my computer career have got this down. They are mentors, not just trainers. They want you to succeed, and they will work with you every step of the way. When you get ready to go out in the workforce, they will work with hundreds of potential uh, suitors for you and get you going on your way to a brand new career. So, Again, it's not rocket science. You don't need to be a math or science whiz. You don't even need to be a computer whiz. It's my computer career. And again, go to mycomputercareer.edu. 
take the free career evaluation. Heard a stat on the radio the other day that most students from my computer career, when they first started, only knew how to turn the computer on. And yeah, now- that's about right. I've talked to a few of them from the Raleigh location, and uh, they they just love their training, and they're happy with what they're doing now. They're making good money. It's just a great way to make. We a could living. put you on retainer and reboot Randy every time. Well, the ones the ones that don't ever turn on figure out how to turn on the computer, are the ones that work here as an intern. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty <laughs> There's well. always something for you to do. It works. That's right. So, uh, mycomputercareer.edu is training for a better life. Want to thank them for all their support of our programming here, and especially for this show. We will. We'll be back with more of the show after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. This is Emerson Axum, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now back to the show. 
Hello again. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Uh, talking about NASCAR silly season. And we had just uh, d- discussed before we went to break a bit ago about the fact that Colleague actually has three charters. Well, the the truth is, Peter looked this up, they have two charters and they do intend to also run a third part-time car with AJ Allmendinger. So they they've got two full-time cars. We know Justin Haley is filling one of them. And also here's an interesting question uh, cuz the college cars have always been 11, 10 and 16. Now that the 16 is the only number that they can use, what numbers did college use? Probably 61 just the inverse. Um, whatever they can get, probably. I mean, I don't, you know, whatever NASCAR says I mean, you can have. Well, yeah, there's maybe it's, zero it's, one. It's a little harder in Cup to, to, you know, you, you gotta. There's there's a process well, for acquiring numbers in Cup. They're not getting the eleven, obviously. That's taken. And and uh, what's the other one that the they 10, the, 10. the ten? Um, you know, they're not getting the ten either. So you know, you kind of have to. Uh, you do like. Uh, do we do we have a fifteen? Who's got fifteen? It's a Rick. Rory. That's Rick, Rick Wary. That's right. So yeah, you can't. You, there is no uh, sort of succession from sixteen. You can't go fifteen. You can't uh, go seventeen. So um, you have to. They're just going to have to do you know whatever they can get basically. Go back to the old dart ways where you do fifty one, fifty one W, fifty one T, yeah, or sixteen T. I used to I, see. I, I now a lot of the short tracks. Um, with the automatic scoring, they allow multiples of the same yeah. number without making that change the number on the car, and it's so confusing. It is from, yeah. a, from a fan perspective now to because we aren't looking at the scoring monitor, so it's so confusing. I remember one in Carolina car. Pro late model race had three forty three cars. It, so confusing. Oh, you have ninety nine numbers. Well, well, actually, one hundred nine numbers. There's the two one. every every race because you got William Swalich and Andy or uh, Nick Lowe. And by the way, <laughs> um, Andy Lowe. Speaking you of love that, yeah. Speaking of uh, of Carolina Pro, we'll we'll get they they had another race uh, over the weekend, and I'll, we'll tell you who the winner was because a NASCAR familiar name. I would love to see Andy Loden get in a car again and race Nick because Nick has been. On fire in some of these races. I'd love Nick to see the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Andy would either. No, they're, 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 they're crashing they're, each no. other probably. Uh, but anyways, um, back to the topic at hand. So th- this this revelation about Colleague having a second full-time car potentially that they have not really made a decision on throws a bit of a monkey wrench into this whole silly season thing, doesn't it? Because you think about, okay, you got Newman over there. Um, you might have Ross Chastain. Again, track house is going to have to make a decision. If they're only going to run two cars right now at this moment, they got three drivers. They've got Daniel Suarez, and they're going to inherit, in theory, Kurt Busch and Ross Chastain from Chip Ganassi. Now, again, both of them, um, Kurt Busch uh, is is up for renewal, and I think Ross technically is too. Yes. Um, Ross is a leading candidate right now. So the theory is Ross stays and Kurt goes. So maybe Kurt goes over to Colleague. However, um, we also discussed during the break that Eric Jones is on an uh, is in a contract year. He had a one year deal with the forty three team. Eric Jones potentially to colleague, or what about Matt De Benedetto, who is out of the the twenty one? This really adds a car that could be a pretty good quality car into the mix that we didn't really see coming. Peter, what do you 
What do you make of all this? I mean, yeah, would have named all the drivers you just named, but then think about others in the call-like system already, like Cash Grawla, like A.J. Allmendinger, potentially, or even Jeff Burton. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's... This second call-like car, you'd have to think it's all about fully funded, so it's... Just plug and play for however they saw. And Chris mentioned Noah Gregson, perhaps, during the break, because, again, Noah's looking to obviously move up at some point. Um, you know, is there, is there space for Noah somewhere? You, so, so here's what we, we, we look at, too. JTG Doherty has two drivers up. We've got Ryan Priest floating out there, in theory, and we've got Ricky Stenhouse floating out there, in theory. We, there are rumors that Kevin Harvick, apparently, May may be looking at, although he denies it, um, looking at purchasing JTG Doherty. Um, he's got drivers in his organization. Oh, by sure. the way, I, actually, so, I think that Ricky Stenhouse signed a, a multi-year deal last year, so he's did I think, he? Yeah, I so he may he may be years. okay, but but certainly but Ryan Priest is is not uh, definitive. So there's some real interesting talent that's going to be sort of floating around in this game of musical chairs in the cup series. And let's not forget that the fact that Justin Haley comes to cup leaves an opportunity for somebody to step into that, his current ride in the Xfinity series, which is championship caliber material. That car made the championship four last yes. year. Yes, and, and all those drivers that we just named. Now, you wouldn't think Newman would, would drop back down. You would think that Ryan, if he can't run Cup, would retire. Um, so, I mean, who knows what 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 goes with Ryan or Kurt Busch. But you think about the DiBenedettos and, you know, some of the other drivers like that. Um, if, you, if you're... Uh, Matt Colleague, and you've got a second full-time car out of all the drivers we just named. Randy, who are you putting in the car? My my heart wants to say Ben to Benedetto, but I feel like I would go youth movement and do Kaz Grawa. Ooh, okay. So, well, I guess you did mention Kaz, so we throw him into the list. Um, Peter, uh, who would you put in the car, second full-time car? I would team with put to Benedetto because, this, like I just said, this car is likely fully funded, and De Benedetto would bring a lot of fan attention, and he has proven that he can get a car in the playoffs and has been close to multiple wins in recent years. It's interesting, isn't it? I love the idea of Kaz Grala because him and Justin Haley would be the most entertaining um, team. And then you throw Almondinger in there. You guys for- are all wrong. A handful it's, it's, of races. It's going to be AJ with the cars going to the sports cars, high up cars, uh, and the uh, schedule mostly road courses with these spec type cars. You put AJ in the car that can be sort of a mentor to Justin Haley and get that program in a winning winning sort very early on because he is so good at road courses. So you're saying they're only going to run two cars and not the part time third car? They're going to run the part time third car, but AJ is going to be in the full time. They can always do that, especially if he starts out strong and they get sponsorship for the car for a funded, full-funded full season and stick him over in the full-time car to let well, him that, run for the I mean, yes, I, I guess I was assuming but that he runs a part-time schedule and if it's – okay. But, oh, yeah, that would be – I mean, look, the, this bunch at Colleague, all of them um, – just, and I think AJ deserves a redemption cup run after. I would love to see. Well, that. there is there, I, there is one more ride that could potentially could throw a curveball into it, and that's only if Smithfield doesn't resign, and that's Eric Amarola's car. Because think, ooh. keep in mind, 
Smithfield's on a year-to-year contract because that company is no longer an American company. It's a Chinese company now. Yeah. Um, so there's a potential for that for Smithfield sponsorship to go away. And if that if Smithfield goes away, then Eric Amarillo will go away because he doesn't that they're tied together. So if one leaves, the other one will have. Well, to go. Unless, unless another fun sponsorship comes along. But, but again, that would open up some interesting. Uh, you know, questions about some of these other drivers that might be available. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got to believe if you're a if you're an elite car owner, um, and Eric Jones is available, boy, you're looking strongly at him. I Absolutely. Mean, you know, I know he struggled in the forty three, but it's not because of him. It's and an organization it, thing. It's, it's not well, a it's just thing. It, they don't have the the. Everybody sees sponsors on cars and assumes that they're all paying the same thing. Not true. They don't have the 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 level of partnership support that the elite teams have. The best thing for him to do is to go back and do what uh, what John Hunter Nemechek did. Go back to to the trucks for a year. Well, or Xfinity, or whatever. Maybe, yeah. Go go back down a year if he doesn't and, get and get right. I mean, if he doesn't get a top quality. Look at if I'm Stuart Haas and and I'm thinking about making a change in Eric's car. Eric, Eric, we go from Eric to Eric is it that that would be not, you know, out of the realm for me. Um, I would find that to be very, very interesting. We're going to have to see where that goes, because, again, I hadn't thought about Eric being a free agent, Um, you know, and then, of course, that would open up the 43 car if he leaves. Um, But again, we all got to remember here, even with the 43 brand new car, brand new situation, far less cost to to compete with. Maybe that helps them elevate faster for next year. And I'd love to see that car back in victory lane again. Um, Honestly, who wouldn't like to see the 43 back in victory lane again? Um, And there are some tracks like the super speedways where I think that could very easily happen. We continue on with Motorsports Madness. Presented by mycomputercareer.edu right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot left, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. 
Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by the RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Sorry, Motorsports Madness. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness continues. And uh, switch gears now to IndyCar. There have been a couple of things that have happened um, around IndyCar or Indianapolis, as it were, that we can talk about here and again. One of the big things that people have been talking about is IndyCar and new contract and NBC and what happens when NBC SN goes away and how does this affect. And it's interesting to me, guys, that, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm in a couple of the IndyCar Facebook groups and it's interesting the negativity that some of the IndyCar, quote-unquote, I'm air-quoting here, fans have for NBC's coverage. The announcing team, they, they, it's too many commercials. There's just this long list of, of I want to give them all some cheese to go with their wine, honestly, but there's, there's just this long list. I mean, guys, we're all fans of IndyCar. I'll start with Randy. I mean, do you think NBC's coverage has been bad? I surely don't. I don't think it's been bad. I, I, it, it doesn't compare to NASCAR to me, but I think it's because they're still trying to get their feet wet on the IndyCar side of the, the, the spectrum. They're, they're still trying to figure out where their fan base is. They're trying to figure out where they want to go with the coverage. And they need to do things to make it different because obviously NASCAR fans and, and IndyCar fans are two different you know types of, of racing fans. And so I, I think what they need to do is just maybe get a consensus, You know, ask some of the fans, you know, what do you guys want to see in our pre-race coverage, and our post-race coverage, You know, during, during the actual coverage itself, what do you guys want to see? Because I think what NASCAR has done is they've made both the Fox part of the broadcast and the NBC part of the broadcast two totally separate things. And it makes an entire year's worth of great content. Um, you've got you know great great commentators, former racers that have now gone on to become you know guest commentators, commentators and yeah. stuff like that. And I think that's what the sport needs. They need to bring those guys in you know that, that used to race IndyCar and and you know which they've done that to certain to a certain extent. But get those guys in there and just make it an entertaining you know post race show, entertaining pre race show, um, things like that. And I think eventually they'll come around. I think the one drawback with NBC's IndyCar coverage, like Randy touched on, is their lack of pre-race and post-race coverage. Now, a lot of that is because a lot of IndyCar races are on big NBCs. They can't afford to have an hour or two hours of coverage outside of the actual race TV window. So 
that's, I guess, kind of the price you pay for putting a race on network TV, but at the same time, I mean, something just doesn't seem right about a series as big as IndyCar immediately cutting on TV and the cars under pace laps. Yeah, I my my problem with TV in general anymore, and especially, and look, first of all, um, I give NBC 15 tons of credit, okay, because they have embraced motorsports like no other network ever has in terms of volume. It's almost like the speed network. It really is. I mean, it's, it's um, you know, almost everything is on NBC now, except for half the NASCAR season that, that Fox has. Um, and Fox keeps that only because of the Daytona 500. That's it. Let's be real here. Um, you know, and, and so I think, honestly, NBC deserves a ton of credit. With that being said, the one thing that bothers me with the, the with the main networks, and it's, I mean, we see it on NBC more than anything, but it would be no different, I don't think, if it was CBS or Fox, is, you know, when you get to 6 p.m., you know, basically, we're if the race is running long, we're going to the news, and we're shoving it over onto CNBC or MSNBC or whatever the you know whatever. Two years ago, when the truck race was on NBC, what was it uh, Fox Sports Business or something like that? Yeah, I mean, you you know, there's too much of that to me. But I I also understand that it's what pays the bills, and so what I love about what they're talking about doing is. Every race, every IndyCar race will be on big NBC from what I'm hearing, um, you know, with this. But they're talking about taking one. They didn't say which one and putting it exclusively on to uh, track. Pa- I almost said track house track pass. Um, and then you're also going to see some. I think some of the. The, the coverage on USA Network, too. I know NASCAR is talking about – they're talking about doing that with some of the NASCAR stuff because NBCSN goes away. They're going to put it on USA, and to me, that's an upgrade. Yes, because USA has more households reach more than, than NBCSN. It's like 70 million Way versus more. 90 yeah. million. Yeah. So I think, Randy, that's actually an upgrade, but I so don't that's what I, That was the question I was going to ask with NBC doing away with NBCSN – uh, for the overarching programming of sports and not you know and you know motorsports, is this a good move for NBC to get rid of NBCSN? Do you think it'll it'll pay off in the long run? I well I don't I to me I'd rather have it on USA. Again, more households, easier to find. Um, you know I don't think it makes a difference. What I do think is that eventually we're all going to have to face the fact that a majority of this stuff is all going to be digital. It's all going to be online. Um, you know, you'll you'll see the biggest races from each series on your major networks because they can get a lot of money in sponsorship. They big draw crowds, you know, whatever. But um, Randy, I I think overall, I think NBC's done a great job. And and I hear if I hear one more person criticize Lee Diffie, it, you know, I just think he is absolutely a class act and i think he's exactly what indycar needs and i don't i i don't i i can't understand why people don't like him he's the australian alan bestwick i agree people just want to complain about stuff but I, yeah i, I think mean so I, when you look at the digital thing i mean obviously you know nascar's contract is also up uh, at the end of 2024 and they've been talking about doing putting some of the nascar stuff on peacock too which to me yes that i'm somebody that that if I'm going to sit up, like, you know, I know back in the early, you know, the early 2000s or whatever, they would tape delay a lot of stuff. Like, the ARCA races would be on at 3 in the morning 
or they would tape NASCAR qualifying mm-hmm. in practice and put it on at 4 a.m. I'd much rather just pay $5 and watch it live. Like, I, it's right. not that big of a deal to me to pay 5 bucks to watch it live when it's going on and to watch it on a tape delay six hours after it aired, and I already know who won because I spoil, got spoiled on social media. So I would much rather pay the, the extra 5 bucks than to see it live. But, I mean, you can't even you, – you, And you, you can do whatever you want. You can barely go to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal for 5 bucks a month anymore. So it's like – Happy Meals don't make me happy. NASCAR coverage and IndyCar coverage makes me happy. <laughs> exactly. You can bottle up my Peacock subscription to Happy Meal. You, you also have uh, uh, an, an issue where sometimes IndyCar races when uh, NASCAR races. And you'll have that, you know, this weekend – or not this weekend, but next weekend at the Glen and Nashville. There'll be a race uh, at the same time. So when you're – you've got one race on NBC and one race on NBCSN, how do you decide which one goes to USA and maybe which one goes to uh, NBC or Peacock? Or is that going to be an issue? It's going to depend on the uh, the draw. Basically, market, market I, don't, value. I don't mean draw out of a hat. Yeah, the market. Exactly. Market so, for example, if you've got a race at Watkins Glen for NASCAR and you've got IndyCar at Nashville, um, Nashville may seem like it would be a bigger draw, but it's not. In terms of ratings, you'll get bigger ratings for the cup race at the Glen, so that that takes precedence, and the IndyCar race would go elsewhere. Now, now it, the what NASCAR can do, Peter, is NASCAR can turn around if they want to. Now, in this case, obviously, one of them is going to be on NBCSN because it's still well, here. And I asked the later, question because uh, these uh, at New Hampshire, there was an IMSA race going on uh, at the same time as either the Cup race or the Xfinity race. Yep. I can't remember. But then that race finished a half hour before the uh, the Cup race. And then what they did is they just they took the race that we produced while it was going on during the cup race and played it immediately after the cup race. And most people thought it was live. Right. Is there a way that, you know, you think you could do some of that stuff where you tape delay a race and you know, most well, you, people would think it was sure, live? You can. It's been done. But the thing, the advantage I think we get, Peter, with this situation with NBCSN going away, it's an upper tier cable network being replaced by a combination of USA Network, which is a main cable. Everybody gets it, basically, right. pretty much. Um, and then you're, you're going to get Peacock being introduced into this. And Peacock, I think, is eventually where you're going to see a lot of this overflow going. You're going to have a combination of Peacock and Track Pass is what you're going to have. And um, people are getting more used to that, but I I think that that's that is a problem because NBC. And do you think do you think Peacock hurts Track Pass? No, not really. How much is, how much does Track Pass cost? Well, it's it's five, five bucks, bucks a month. Bucks Peacock's about the same thing, right? I mean, I just think it's an additional thing. Now, you it would be nice if it was all one. thing. I was about to say, with it being you know, one thing, and you getting ready to, uh, you getting ready to choose whether you. Uh, you know where you put races. Is it is it worth taking a look at the track pass model and maybe saying, well, we could just put everything that we're going to put in track pass onto Peacock? Well, I mean, again, you could and just only have one streaming network if that's what you want to do. Um, but I think the idea is you're still going to keep a number. This is of how races. they get you, isn't it? You, you pay five bucks for one thing, five bucks for another thing, and before you get it, you're paying a whole cable subscription to have. Well, all these streaming yeah, but the, the thing that I and I agree basically with that, you end up paying about the same price between all of your if you want get a lot of different stuff. 
um, you get your news package or your whatever else that you get, you know, and then you have your, your sports stuff. Um, but I think it's a more specialized kind of thing. Like you, um, I feel good about Peacock because there are a number of things on Peacock I can watch. J- Junior's Lost Speedways is on there, which is a tremendous, I would recommend anybody yes, to watch that. Show. Um, I binge watched season two all in a day because there wasn't nearly enough of them, unfortunately. Um, but they're great shows. I, and I like track pass because I get a lot of short track stuff. I get Arca. I get, you know, a lot of things I wouldn't get. So, um, I like the fact that for a few bucks here and a few bucks there, I can get a lot of different programming, not just 50 channels for 80 bucks and three quarters of them. I will never watch. We'll be back with more of Motorsports Madness after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skills levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. 
this is Brian Wiedemann, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. We continue on the IndyCar theme. Talked about uh, the pending uh, TV contract. And, and uh, Peter, I'm going to come back to you because you clarified that there are, what, 13 that would be? 13 are on Big Bird, Big NBC. The remain <laughs> well, okay, there's IndyCar doesn't like know their that. 2022 schedule. Yeah, they think it'll be 21 or 22 right. races. The remainder would be on USA, and then two will be on Peacock exclusively. Two will be on Peacock, right. Racing on Sesame Street. Which is digital. Yeah, exactly, Big Bird. Um, so that's that's... To me, that's okay. I, I think um, I know it's you know people will gripe because they got to pay for the Peacock subscription to get the two races. But um, this is in reality, this is where we're going. Cable TV is a dying quail. It it's it it just is. It's it, we're going to see more and more. And to me, at this point, enough. I mean, almost everybody's got internet. It's like. Um, I think that the digital packages give you a lot of, uh, of opportunity and a lot of options. I don't want to ever see, um, the whole of, of racing or the whole of football or the whole of baseball go digital. I hope that doesn't happen for a long time, but I don't mind do a few races. Baseball um, does anyway. And I think NFL does, uh, you know, the MLB network, you can stream it online. Well, no, I, I, yes, but what I'm saying is exclusively where you you don't have any cable live, you know, cable games or whatever. I don't. I hope I don't see that for a long time. I mean, I understand there's, but that's kind of my point too. Is I think it just gives a lot of opportunity, and you can put a lot of other programming on those things too. Like I said, Dale Junior's Lost Speedways is fantastic. There are movies. There are other things on Peacock. To me, um, there's, a, there's a lot of convenience with that stuff too, because unlike right. unlike TV. I mean, if I wanted to right now during the show, I'm sure there's some Olympic sport going on right now. I could pull it up on my phone or pull it up on the producer computer that right. I have right here. There's there's a lot of convenience, in, and especially with like these apps like YouTube TV with their built-in DVR system, you can record it and watch it whenever. And that's what you get with a lot of these streaming platforms is there'll be a race that happens live, and then it'll be stored in their VOD system for however long, and you just go back and watch it. Right. You know? You know, and that's the thing. So I, I like, I like what we got with IndyCar because you basically miss nothing. You miss absolutely nothing. You, you do, you get, you get all the practice, all the qualifying, all the racing. I mean, okay, so, you know, NBC's terrible about post race. Well, that's bad. But you know, in this day and age, we're we're just lucky that racing still exists, and we still get to have what we have. And I think NBC, by and large, does a good job. You kind of got to take the good with the bad anymore. Um, you know, so I I look at it, but but to get back to IndyCar, because a, a couple of things. First of all, um, the the interesting news item of the day that was sort of like, wow, that's okay. Um, is that Sage Karam is coming to NASCAR's Xfinity Series at uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway next month for the road course race. Going to drive for Jordan Anderson in the 31 car. Um, and this will be Sage's stock car debut. Peter, are you in favor of this? I'm always in favor of IndyCar drivers making stock car ventures or vice versa. Stock car guys going to IndyCar. I mean, Sage hasn't done a ton in the IndyCar ranks, so why not give his hand at 
a stock car on still on Indianapolis Motor Speedway, not on the oval. It's on the road course, a track he does have experience on. And I really like this pairing him with Jordan Anderson Racing because that team is still very much in its infancy. And with how many different drivers they've had in that car this year, they're really becoming an eclectic team. It's just a really interesting rotation of drivers, a different guy every week almost. Yeah, I feel kind of bad because the only reason that happened in the Xfinity side of Jordan Anderson's team is because um, he got messed at Daytona out of qualifying. And so then when they didn't have qualifying again until like May, he ended up getting offers. It was easier for him because he couldn't run it every week. So you just uh, put a bunch of people in the car for money. Um, and uh, But I think Jordan intended to drive that car full-time himself, and I hope that he will in 22 uh, and then make the truck the sort of least part of it. But, uh, Randy, your thoughts on Sage Karam coming to NASCAR. Well, to me, it, I don't, it doesn't even really matter to me who who from the IndyCar world comes over here because, it, to me, it's all about eyes on the sport. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, IndyCar people don't have any interest in watching a NASCAR race unless somebody like him comes over here and watches it. I know when Zantino Ferrucci's in the Xfinity Series, a lot of IndyCar guys watch it because they, they know his name and yep. they see his face. And so, you know, just like Peter, I would love for some of our NASCAR guys to go over there and run some IndyCar races because I think we as NASCAR fans or, you know, I mean, we're fans of everything, but NASCAR fans in general probably should – they need something to turn their eyes to the IndyCar world and just kind of see what they do over there because they do great things. They need more eyes on the sport. So I'm all for vice versa, you know, running different things and stuff like that. But to me, it's eyes on the sport. I've known Sage since he was a carter in the road course karting series when he was younger. And um, Sage is a really good road course racer. He's done some IMSA stuff. Um He's a he's a better driver than a lot of people realize. I think he's heck of so an eye racer too. He, he has a yeah he has an opportunity to uh, come and make a statement here. And here's the one that that really has gotten me here. There are rumors floating around that Marco Andretti may be making his Xfinity Series debut soon. No team has been mentioned. Um, there are a number of teams that obviously he could you know get a ride with that are pretty good teams. Um, so, again, you start to see, Peter, more interest from the IndyCar side and maybe dipping their their toe in the water in NASCAR. And, I, I uh, Chris, you're going to jump in here. I think, that, uh, I think well, that's nothing but good. I agree with Randy. With not only from the IndyCar side, but remember what Marco just came off of in that SRX series. You know? Well, yes, and, and that's another thing. I mean, you know, that series finished up at Nashville, Chase Elliott winning remarkable in my opinion, what they accomplished in a season. I think they accomplished everything they set out to do and more, um, in my opinion, Peter. Well, I was about to bring up Marco's success in the SRX. Yeah, he did win one of, one of those six races Slinger. at Slinger, yes. I could see him getting in a Stuart Haas Xfinity car, then throwing together a one-off deal for him, maybe at Indianapolis if the sponsor comes well, in a quick enough time. That's an interesting thing. I mean, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is, I mean, Jordan Anderson obviously has that 31 car that he's putting different people in, yeah. and they still have to go to Watkins Glen for a road course race. Let's stick Marco in the car at Watkins Glen. Sure. Yeah, Marco, it's been interesting that he's kind of ventured out, and that's what he wanted to do this year, and do some things different. Or the Roval at Indy, or the Roval at Charlotte, I mean. Um, yeah, you could. Sure. Yeah, I mean, um, I like seeing this this sort of interest here. 
we're not seeing the kind of snobbishness we've seen in the past with guys, uh, you know, not wanting to run a taxi cab kind of thing. And I think SRX next year talking about adding a road course to that uh, six race short track series. Um, and they're talking about bringing some F1 guys over. Um, you know, please bring Max. Uh, would definitely love to see Max. That would be fun. Um, I'm not sure you'd get Lewis, but maybe Tony might be able to talk him into it. Imagine Max and Lewis in an SRX race. Oh, gosh, together? Yes. Awesome. I was going to bring that up. You know, <laughs> oh, boy. We, we've had some, some open-wheel drivers come over. Is there any F1 driver right now that you would love to come over and try, you know, the Xfinity series or uh, something like that? No, see, well, I, well, I mean, I, I would love to see. I mean, he's not an F1 driver anymore, but I'd love to see Grosjean get in an Xfinity car. Um, I think Grosjean's happy with Indy. I, I just don't, I don't necessarily see Roman, but see, the SRX thing's a little different because it's supposed to be, and it's, it, it could be a one-off. They could schedule it around like an F1 race and you get a couple of those guys. I think, you know, it'd be fun to see what Lewis would do if he would come over. Max, I think would, would, that would be a, well worth the Lando price of admission. I was about got, to say, Lando. Norris. I think, you know, it, there's some aggressive Pierre Gasly would be another one that would be kind of fun. Um, but, you know, there's there's definitely, I think, a bit of a changing of the guard in terms of, you know, racers are becoming more interested in, in versatility and going and doing new things and not looking at certain other types of racing as, you know, being um, not good enough or whatever. Um, it's a lot like the music world. You know what I mean? Like, there's really no such thing as... A specific genre of music anymore because everything's just kind of like you know mixed. <laughs> it's all there, I mean, now. well, but you know what I'm saying. Like they're they're really now in mainstream. Everybody's there really isn't a a set type of music. Everybody's just into everything, and everybody's playlist has different stuff on it. And it's kind of the same thing with racing. I mean, nobody people are getting to the point now where it's like I'm not just a NASCAR fan. I'm not just an indie fan. I'm not just a drag racing fan. I like racing. I like racing in yeah. general. And I'll watch all of it. But SRX, I think, has enormous potential here to bridge that gap a little bit. Um, and and to see, because there are some guys, and, and look, I you know, they talked about, do we bring everybody back? Do we replace? And the, first things first, okay, if I'm, if I'm SRX, if I'm Tony and Ray, the very first driver, that I re-sign for 2022 is Randy. Helio Castro Neves. Peter. Paul Tracy. No, I'm no, oh. absolutely not. I'm Luke sorry. Fenhouse? I know that. Uh, yeah, Luke, Luke Fenhouse would be a great, uh, great fit if you want. Sir. No, you absolutely go for Elio. Elio has got to come back. That man had more fun and brought more energy to that lineup than anybody else. Tony Canon says he will come back if they ask him. He will do it again. I know Michael. Would you, will. Love, would you like to see you know Jimmy Johnson come over? And no, do that was the first name I thought of. Too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why not? I'd love to see him. I think it'd be fun. I, I wish Jeff Gordon would, but... He has free time now. All he's doing is sitting in a corner off yeah, of Hendrick. Yeah, but I, I don't think he wants to race. Like, I, I don't know if it's his back or whatever it he is. Still, he still owes Junior a Martinsville race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was there at the um, 
at, at that this was a number of years ago when when Jeff first was announcing the retirement and, you know, talked about why Mike consider coming back for an Xfinity race. And of course, Junior's sitting next to him and, you know, he's got his fist pumping like, like, you know, just please. Yes, please. And, um, and so, you know, but then he was asked, well, where would you do it? And the first place out of his, the first thing he said was Martinsville, but at the time, no Xfinity race there. Well, Mr. Gordon, there is now an Xfinity race at Martinsville. Um, you know, so, so jump in the junior car, let's go. But I just think he would be a great addition to the SRX field. If you could, if you could, um, put him in there. And I think he would obviously be an instant classic for a fan draw, you know, and that's what you want. You want drivers that'll draw fans. That'll be humorous and have some fun with it. Paul Tracy hit everything, including the pace car. I think, um, he certainly left his autograph on every wall and every track that, um, you know, and so I think that I, I don't think any, and he wasn't very entertaining. So I think Tracy goes. If Michael Walter can do it, surely Jeff Gordon can. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, but he doesn't have a bad back like Gordon has. Um, so it's interesting to, to see, uh, how that series did and the success that they had. And, and, uh, congratulations to, um, to Ray and Tony. The other, uh, uh, I think IndyCar, um, again, uh, looking at a much more balanced schedule for 2022. Um, Roger Penske wants more ovals, and I hope that he gets them because they badly need them. F1, um, we're, we're gonna we're about to get down to it here between Max and, and Lewis. Could you see uh, – so IndyCar is doing the street course. Could you see IndyCar going to Nashville Super Speedway? Sure. They yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, they've been there before and, and it was a great show. I definitely could see that. And I hope Roger brings them back to some of those tracks. Cause I think, um, I, I think it would be a great show. So, uh, I can't wait to see the rest of the F1 season going to be a lot of fun. Gosh, we're almost, <laughs> we're almost to the end of the big segment. We should put Max so, Lewis in a car at Bowman Gray. It's amazing how quickly this uh, <laughs> oh, last yes. 14 minute segment goes by. <laughs> we got uh, a couple minutes more to close it up. Uh, coming up here in a moment. And uh, we uh, have had a ball tonight. We're going to come back, wrap things up as Motorsports Madness continues, presented by mycomputercareer.edu right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. 
Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one Internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Blake Brandon, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness. Now back to the show. back as we uh, take the white flag and get ready to check and flag this edition of Motorsports Madness. I want to first say thanks to the folks at mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life, and to our friends at Victory Custom Trailers. If you need a new trailer, go check out their website and design your own custom trailer right from their site, victorycustomtrailers.com. And uh, all the folks from WSIC as well for being such gracious hosts, all our affiliates who carry us around the world. We are so, so grateful um, for everything. Okay, guys, so as we get finished up here, um, what are your racing plans for this weekend, uh, Peter, with no NASCAR going on? Are you going to a track? Are you going to sit the weekend out? What are you doing? I'm finishing up a paper for my one summer class that does have a racing tie. I'll just leave it at that and t- maybe talk more about it on next week's show once the paper's he's done. He's writing an article about Noah. That's what he's doing. He's writing us. He's writing the Noah. So is the pop-up book? No, no. Is it a love letter? It's how, a short how you story. Miss Noah? No, it's actually a final for my <laughs> one class. Well, okay, children's book. Are you going in? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I was going to go to Friendship last weekend, but it got rained out. Oh, well, every track in, in North Carolina got rained out. So I, I don't know. I, I may. I Not may every delve. track. Bowman Gray got there. True. Uh, I may delve up there. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, it's actually, I'm not sure what I'm doing, but I think that uh, there's a pretty good, the rain and call it a new division. pretty good chance that I go to the cars uh, race at Hickory Motor Speedway. It's the throwback race, and oh, that's always going to be fun. Yeah, end of the month. So I think Mad going to be there. Yes, I heard that rumor. We're uh, done with Madness for another week. See ya. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. 
For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit RacechaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.